September 10th, 2017, it's Watt from Pedro's show.
Pedro show. Uh, uh, in Pedro, Brother Matt's still indisposed from his uh, hip replacement surgery, so a man alone in person, but through the magic of the engineers from Estonia who developed the Skype software, I'm joined, I'm very honored to be joined, for, uh, Mr. David Thomas. Thank you, David. Hello. Yeah. And we started off with uh, John Coltrane doing I'll Wait and Pray, uh, the alternate, alternate, Alternate take, sorry. And then we heard from the brand new uh, Peruba album, 20 Years in a Montana Missile Silo? Yep. Yeah. You, and, uh, you, you sound uncertain. <laughs> well, I don't want to fuck it up. And, and the tune is called Cold Sweat. 
which is makes me think of Jim Brown. <laughs> too. Uh, here's here's a trippy thing I, I like to ask people. David, what's your your earliest music memory? Um, Harry Parch. Wow. Yeah, I know it sounds pretentious and unlikely, but I'm afraid it's true. Um, my father had had some. I guess beatnik tendencies or something. I don't know. He wasn't particularly into music, but he had a Harry Parch album. I think it, it was that, I can't remember what it was called, it was The World of Harry Parch or something like that. And um, he had some Lenny Bruce records and, wow. uh, um, and, and Kingston Trio. <laughs> my, pop liked, my pop was into Kingston Trio. Uh, so... Um, is there listeners in the pad, or or, or 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 is there people making music? Did your parents play? No, no, they they they. My father, none of my parents were particularly interested in music. Um, uh, uh, I, I, he did have another album I heard at early age was the Vachel Lindsay album, the the readings of Vachel Lindsay. Um, oh yeah. Um, so I suppose that's as musical as he got. Um, <laughs> There's a cadence, a cadence. Yeah, yeah. So no, but my mother was an artist, and um, he's he was a uh, you know literary literature teacher, so um, American lit. So um, ah, no so they, musical, they no musical stuff at all. I read a lot of books. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He expressed himself with words and your mother with uh, images? Yeah. Okay. Do you, um, did you have but, music yeah. in school? Huh? Did you have music in school? Yeah, yeah. I played the tuba. Oh, wow. Were you in the marching band? No, it was in the, the orchestra. Okay. Bass uh, class, though. I wasn't any good at it, you know. I, I had, <laughs> what I, I heard about that. in the marching band was trombones and tubas had big mouthpieces, so it was easier to march with them. I'm sure they did. I but, heard that um, the, the toughest was French horn because tiny mouthpiece. Yeah, yeah, you have to have your embouchure really together on that. <laughs> and I wouldn't want to be marching around on a wet field with a that sort of a task at hand. But no, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't particularly good at it. I didn't have any particular aptitude to it. I had no particular interest in music, particular, you know, um, uh, what about I, records uh, on your own? What was the first record you bought yourself? The first record I bought, um, in the year 2525, Zager and Evans. Oh, wow. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. And then, then my buddy turned me on to Uncle Meat. We made films, you know, Frank Zappa. Super, eight, super Eight films. And um, so then I, I heard Uncle Meat, and then I went back and bought um, Absolutely Free and uh, Hot Rats had just come out. So I bought those um, the same day. Wow. And then on Hot Rats, I heard that, that this weird singer that I thought was interesting. Um, which was Don Van Vliet, of course. And yeah. then I went out and bought Trout Mask Replica, Safe as Milk, um, uh, Mirror Man, and something else the next day. There's a rumor. That there was, was off and running. There's a rumor. Maybe you can clear this up for me. There was a big gig in Akron with Captain Beefheart, and everybody was there from the Ohio scene. Yeah. 
Absolutely everybody was there. <laughs> wow, so it well, is true. It is true. Oh yeah, it's true. It's it's that was you know, if you were that was the show that you know you had to be at, you know, everybody. Everybody was there. Wow. What was the name of I mean, the pad? Huh? What was the name of the pad? Uh I don't even remember the okay. place. I yeah. don't know. Because I've heard rumors about this and uh, the the numbers band and the oh, yeah. Devo guys and all these. Yeah. yeah, everybody was there. I mean, everybody was there. You know, it's it's unlike the you know when the Velvets used to play Cleveland all the time. Yeah, there was only two two of us were there. You know, <laughs> and Bob Quine. <laughs> Well, yeah, but um, uh, but um, no. Supposedly, he has. I heard that Bob Quine made recordings of every Cleveland gig. Well, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised. They they um, those cassettes, you know, just yeah. passed on to you know, it's Jamie Climack and Peter Lochner, and they just passed those. They were totally underage, but they they got in and they passed the cassettes around, and you know, everybody. Everybody learned those that stuff that was on the, the the kind of the bootleg album. The bands in Cleveland knew that stuff, you know, from the from the tapes, you know, that they made. Right, right. At that point, at that point, the, the Velvets played Cleveland twenty-seven times in wow. a year span. They were they were known as the house band at Lakov, which was this jazz blue a jazz blues folk club in town. What, what kind of time is it to drive from New York City to Cleveland? Well, it depends on how manic you are, but um, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, for you, it'd probably be three hours, but for 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 a normal person, it's eight to ten. So, in a way, because I've heard people say Ohio is not Midwest. Well, I don't know what the hell it is. Okay, <laughs> no, some kind of eastern. It's it's part of the east somehow. But yeah, really. I guess it's. I guess it all depends on when you start counting west. But um, um, you know, for us, it's pretty. It's pretty midwestern. I okay. mean, you know, the Pennsylvania has always been the. You know that that space between where you are and where you want to be. It's it's all wilderness. You know, yeah, right. out there, we would drive. We would do that. You know, the first times we'd be playing in 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 New York, we. We'd do that drive, do the show, and drive back the same night, or the next morning. You know, wow. I mean, it was it was, uh, it was nuts. So, and that road is pretty brutal. In fact, uh, Minuteman tour. Uh, I don't know why this van we had had mags, but it broke a mag off the hub. <laughs> Shouldn't have been yeah. there. Should have had steel wheels anyway. But yeah, it used to, have to be really rough. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's and there, there's. You know, there's bears, you know, running across the <laughs> running across right. the freeway. No, no, we we were me and the sound man were the only people awake, and um, um, you know, and you're going, you know, we we have a, we're hauling a trailer, you know, going seventy miles an hour, and that's dangerous enough in the clapped out sort of van we were, you know, in Peter's van, sure, which barely ran. So we're heading seventy miles an hour. Um, and a big black bear starts running out across the motorway, <laughs> the freeway. I mean, and and we're gonna hit it. Oh, you know, man. there's no, there's you know, there's no, there's no agility. There's no, you know, ability to move out of the way. You're 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 locked. You know, yeah. and so we just it just clipped the end of the trailer. I looked in the rear view. 
it, 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 it staggered to its feet, kind of looked around, and just took off again. You know, didn't, wow, they're strong. They are strong. I remember Scotty telling me once, uh, Hutton, uh, the drummer of the Stooges, he, uh, Upper yeah. Peninsula, and he said he could see in the corner of his eye a bear sh shadowing him behind the trees. Yeah, he, it was mm -hmm. scary, he told me. Uh, yeah. You know, can you remember your first gig playing in front of people? Yeah, sure. I was, um, it was in Rocket from the... No, it was, yeah, it was Rocket from the Tombs, and one of the... Before the, in the ver version before everybody knows about it, oh yeah, the first thing I did was throw my arm out to the side and knock the mic mic stand over. <laughs> With the mic? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it was an incredibly auspicious start to my career. Uh, what, what, was this the place down by the the flats? Was it the? No, this was the Viking Saloon. Up, okay, up by Cleveland State. Because something that ended up later being called Peabody, I heard was yeah, called yeah. Pirate Cove, and uh, yeah, it was the Pirates Cove. Okay, okay. And I, I got to play there as a Minuteman at Peabody, so I thought there was some kind of linkage. And it goes back to like Andrew Carnegie or something. <laughs> so, oh no, it's Rockefeller's first. Oh, warehouse. it's Rockefeller. Okay, okay. Yeah, John Rockefeller. No, I, Peabody's was its place that kind of moved around. They had different locations. Pirates Cove was the. Uh, was the was the funky place? Yeah, you know, which it was across the street from the the ore boats would dump their ballast, you know, before going up the river, outside, and it was it was just where the sailors, the lake freighter sailors, came in to get plastered either yeah. on the way up the river or out the down the river. Yeah, Pedro has some of those traditions. Mm. <laughs> Older days. Yeah, I think we were doing about a murder a night in the forties. I think we were the murder capital. Sailor towns were rougher towns, and I can imagine Great Lakes sailors. Oh yeah, yeah. In fact, yeah. that was an incredible public work program. Was the Erie Canal? People don't realize that connected. Oh yeah, you know the the U.S. to the ocean, yeah, to the Atlantic. Yeah. That was incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, was, the canals were. Quite, quite product, quite a production, and they, you know, it's, it's kind of weird. They only, they only really had a heyday of about twenty years or something. That's right. I can't remember what it is, but it wasn't very long at all. That's right. But in that time, I heard they, the big hemlock trees from upstate New oh, yeah. York. They could float them down to Files Point in Baltimore and build clipper ships. So it, yeah. it was important. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, can we skip? There, you have so much stuff, but I really want to get into this album, man. This album is great. Uh, we're going to play I Can Still See. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just play it. We'll talk about it after. Of time when so 
blossom glimpse And the giant celebratory beast
esa sonrisa la que antes tenías y tú me das tu vida y yo te doy la mía Y muchas florecitas Porque eres tan, tan linda
for Pedro show I can still see new Perubu then uh, love theme with desert exile shadow dancing a rough mix from a rent party Howie Reeve he's in Spain right now pampered bruise and then uh, yeah another bass man from Spain uh, Marco Serrato Serrato I should say <laughs> with uh, Las Nietos and uh, very be careful from here in SoCal, some Cumbria, El uh, Destraz, uh, Boris from their new album Beyond, and finally Perubu with Hal. Is it? Did you ever get to meet Mr. Ginsburg? No, no, but I, I, uh, my father had his had the Howl. Um, I don't know what you would call it. It wasn't a book. It was a poem. Whatever it was, he had the, It was a so poem, I, right? Some guy went to no, jail. Yeah. I think his name was Shig, they called him. He uh, ran the cash register at Mr. Uh, Ferlinghetti's store. Yep. Uh, well, well, tell, me about, tell me about this record. 
uh, like from the, the last uh, gig of the last tour of the last record, were you already st- starting to think about this? Montana. Oh, I'm always I'm always thinking <laughs> okay. of the next of the next way of doing things. Um, you know, this is um, this is a I I, I did a, I, I worked on a new method that I call the dark room. Um, now the idea of the dark room is um, uh, it, it's sort of inspired by um, Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, um, Alfred Hitchcock once said that. The, the problem with making movies is the actors. They ruin everything. <laughs> yeah. okay. um, and, 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 and in a similar way, that's the problem with musicians. They, the problem <laughs> with making music is the musicians. Um, uh, this probably is a controversial thing to say. No, I, I remember uh, reading Frank Zappa saying something like that. Yeah. But so the, 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 the idea of the dark room is that Usually, it's it, in this illustration. There's a there's an elephant in a dark room, and a bunch of people um, try to describe what it is they're feeling by only touching a part of the elephant. You know, ah. Like one person touches the trunk and has to describe what it is yeah. that he's he's in the room with. On and on and on. So the idea is that um, nobody gets control of anything. Nobody knows what anybody else is working on. This has always been something I've been trying to achieve um, to eliminate the, the power of any one musician, including myself, to... Um, you want to, to like, uh, exaggerate to, the to, Rashimon? The Rashimon huh? moment? I mean, we are talking at cross-purposes there. I didn't I'm I sorry. what you said. I, I heard of this film technique called Rashimon uh, from uh-huh. a, a Mr. Kurosawa movie where nobody yeah. has the, the uh, monopoly on the truth. Right, right. Well, nobody has a monopoly on the song. On the Everybody, song, that's what the, the guitar, the guitar, the guitarist wants it to go one way, the bass player another way, yeah. the drummer another way, and nobody knows anything. Um, and they, and so the song, you know, so I'm in. The, I'm the only one who knows anything about what's going on, what other people are working on, and it's my job to resolve all of these conflicts so that. So that the four different ways visions are maintained. You know, the guitar player gets to pursue what he wants, sure. and the bass gets to pursue what he wants or she wants. You know, but it, it, but nobody wins. You know, it, it's it, it's it's you know that's I've always tried to to create music that you know is like human life. You know, where where you know nobody gets their way. You know. It, um, and and the, out of the struggle, there becomes something new and different, and and something that's greater than the sum of the parts. Ah, great! So so maybe you're like the rudder man. You're like the what? The rudder man. You got your hand on the till. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah because yeah. if you got too many cats yanking on the rudder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, nobody, nobody even knows what the rudder is in my, <laughs> in my plan. You know, I just, you know, nobody, nobody knows, nobody knows what somebody else is working on, um, and they, they can only, they can only hear what it is. Nobody sitting there describing how it's supposed to be or what they want. You know. Uh, yeah. Um, so, that was, you know, that's that. I had decided that that. That was what the method I was going to pursue pretty early on, 
can. And uh, everything, I mean, I, I, I decide the way I'm going to work, work on an album, the way it's going to be recorded before I actually start to write it. No, that makes good um, sense. You know, I, 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 the, the method is part of the, part of the being of it. You know, because at the end of the day, that's what's going to be about anyway. So why yep. not just face it straight on? Yeah. 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 Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, there are there are some kind of pretensions about what a band is, and like some kind of perfect political state or something. But it's it's, it's actually uh, a search for the truth. I, I like what you're talking about. Yeah, well, also, I mean, I, 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 I'm afraid I have another heretical idea, which is that the people in a band aren't important. The people aren't important. It's the ideas that are important. Um, and and everybody everybody is replaceable. I'm replaceable. I've been trying to replace myself for a while now. <laughs> you know, um, it, it, it's the I mean, in, in the original band, it yeah. was the idea of the five people that got together. Yeah. And and the point was that there wasn't anybody else in Cleveland. You know, there was if we had been in New York, we probably wouldn't have gotten together because you had all kinds of other opportunities that this. Alan would go off with some sort of arty thing and, and you know, Scott would go off with this or whatever. In Cleveland, there was maybe 20 of us, you know. We didn't have any choices, you know. Except we to gravitate only, with we, each we other. We were the only ones, yeah. you know. So we had to work together. There wasn't anybody else that was going to, you know, form a band with these people. But, so it was the ideas of the people. The people represented ideas, and that was what it was important, not this rock and roll, baloney um, personality cult that I'm afraid is the is the is the you know considered to be the way of doing things. Yeah, it's jive. I, I agree with you. You know, we're at the end of the first hour, uh, September 10, 2017 edition of Watt Peter Show. Special guest David Thomas. Good people, hold tight for hour two. September 10th, 2017. It's the second hour of the Lot for Pedro Show. I'm like a pencil. Yeah. There's two ways to look at it. Got the shack pad. Leaves a mark. Two. We got the pushy part. It takes a mark away. Shot card. Pushing card. I'm like a pencil.
about cinema and people we start off the second hour here with uh, Frag 9 from uh, plan from Frag 9 and I got to uh, learn about the process that uh, pretty interesting how it came about but another movie title uh, again I don't know why this happened I hardly ever watch late TV I, I don't have the cable anymore it's the broadcast stuff right mm-hmm. or, or uh, YouTube.com because the TV can get the Wi-Fi and... but anyway this movie was called Panic in the Year Zero. Oh, yeah. Great, terrible movie. You know, I think directed and starring Mr. Ray Milan. And yeah. in the beginning of the movie, uh, yeah, there's some bombs in SoCal. And uh, they name some of the towns that get taken out. They say Long Beach and San Pedro. They, they say my town. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> listeners out there, you might not know. David knows this. But the... I didn't get the first Perubu seven inches at first. Five of the mm-hmm. tunes, in fact, some of them had different versions, came on a 12-inch 45 called Data Panic in the year mm-hmm. zero. Is there a connection? Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, um, we, I'm not sure there's a direct connection to the movie. We obviously stole the idea because it's a great idea. You know, we had John Thompson, I, the art designer I've worked with since the 70s, um, had this notion of data panic, that we believe that, you know, that uh, information would only serve, would come to only serve as a, as a, as a sedative-like drug, and, and, and the, it, would create a, it would create a dependency on, on data flow, and... Um, and nothing, nothing would be allowed, could be allowed to interfere with data flow. There had to be more information um, increasingly fed to the data junkie consumer. Um, uh, so that's what we call data panic. Ah. Now here for, for almost 40 years, I had that piece of data of that record title 
And then that piece of data of that movie title, I never put it together till last night. <laughs> Seeing it. That's, that's Ain't that a trip? Okay. I, in <laughs> fact, I think, I think Mr. Wells is one of his last performances. He was uh, shilling for some two-buck chuck screw-on cap, maybe the Masson brothers. Uh, no mm. wine before it's time. And yeah. I, I felt it was that kind of moment last night. I'm going to talk to David Damara, and I'm watching this movie that I never knew existed. You just you, you, you didn't have a wasted youth like the rest of us. <laughs> but I did see Lost Weekend. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, but that's, that's how that's, I knew Mr. Milan. That has, that has worthy pretensions. It's, it's not like um, uh, it's not like Panic in the Year Zero, and it's not like. Uh, Carnival Souls or any of these other things. I, I think, uh, actually, I think a year, uh, Panic in Year Zero was Roger Corman. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I've seen everything Roger Corman has to has to produce. I, I, I got to meet him one time. Uh, something Raymond uh, got to talk with him at, cool. at something at UCLA. Yeah, and uh, there was some Hells Angels mo- movie he made where he wouldn't use Sam Bernardino for the bottom rocker. He put San Pedro in there. And I asked him why, and he said because the boss of that Sam Berdu gang said you better not put. So he put my town. <laughs> well, clearly, clearly the gang and San Pedro, you know, okay. not, a, not a quite clearly not of the same scarifying level. <laughs> and then uh, we heard a West Coast Company man by guided by voices, uh, Mr. Pollard, just completed his hundred and first album. <laughs> so this double album is already old. You know, a couple months. Uh, Mold Omen with uh, Burrow and Softwood. Mailman with Post Office. Healers with uh, Placebos. Salty with Manifestrin. And then Swampland. Perubu. What can you tell me about Swampland? Mm. Jeez. I have to read. Um, you don't have to. I, I was looking for. Um, I like that I thing you say in the press thing where you say, we're not going to explain things. Well, no, I'm not gonna. I wasn't gonna explain it to you. Okay. I was just going to. Uh, I was just gonna mention that I, I was going through a, a, a sort of '70s, uh, James Gang sort of period, and I, I, I wanted to. Um, People, James Gangs was a, a Ohio band. Uh, Joe Walsh was part of, and, and in fact, yeah, yeah. the last song I'm gonna play tonight. Is Funk Forty Nine, but it ain't Funk Forty Nine. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I called up Jimmy, um, Jimmy Fox, the drummer, and yeah, and, and said, um, you know, you can't copyright a title. So, That's right. But out of out of out of respect to you, I'm gonna, you know, I just wanted to let you know that we're 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 gonna. I'm using the title, and here's a copy of the song. And he loved the song, and he said, hell yeah, go ahead, you know. Um, you know, I, 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 so I, I like to fix things. I like, I like to fix things that never happened. You know, so in my, in my universe, you know, the James Gang should have teamed up with Tangerine Dream at some point. You know, oh, wow. and, they, they and, are in that crazy movie with uh, Elvin Jones, though. Well, no, listen, and, 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 okay. and, and, you know, in, in, in my universe, yeah. you know, in, in the mid seventies, you know. Ted Nugent was out on the tour, you know, and the, the Animal House movie had just happened, and some bright spark at Warner Brothers or whatever the label, Epic or whatever it was, said, hey, we're going to send Ted Nugent out on a tour of 
college frat houses, you know, to, <laughs> you know, and at this self same time, you know, Captain Beefheart was going through the Mercury disgrace period. Yeah. And yeah. he had to get away. So he joined, he was going to, he joined the, the horn section of a soul band just to go out on the road and get back to something. And that was the bar case. He was in the horn oh. section of the bar case. <laughs> the bar case were booked to open for Ted Nugent at a frat house at Ohio <laughs> State in 1974, okay. you know, and, and they got together and jammed. The bar case, Ted Nugent with Captain Beefheart on horn, jammed after and, and, and did a recording down the street in a basement so that never happened but it should have happened you know and and so that's that's how i'll i'll go about and write a song you know this is the song that they they wrote together you know because they think things must be made to happen that haven't happened you're, you're the rectifier yeah, that's right okay. i'm the rectifier <laughs> okay we're gonna hear prison of the senses I don't know if it's a green or blue I don't know if it's in love with you I think that's a prison of the senses Yeah, that's a prison of the senses Something far away has come to me I know the sum of the parts of contingencies I don't know if it's a picking at food I would deny it that I don't know what is true I take the time to find a better run out of sheep uh, The attitude, opportunity knocks the fit uh, That's a prison of the senses Yeah That's a prison of the senses
free Another bug on the itchy tree Who knows what I'm talking about I got glasses I got the red eye blues For Pedro show, that was Prison of the Senses, Perubu. Then uh, Moomlu with Girl of a Skin Colored Blanket. What Funny Bird Dive into Water. Now that's a band name. Elephants Across Snowy Mountains. I think they're funny. <laughs> Magnetophono to Yourself. Uh, here, these guys are from uh, Cleveland. Duo Decibel System. Uh, Progress Report. I guess that, that's Miss Melvis. She, she's done some recording with Scott Krause. And now it's Klein with the night porter, Max Monomar, from his lover's album. And finally, Red Eye Blues from Peru, off the new album. Uh, yeah, Red Eye Blues. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to explain anything, but do you want to say something about that, too? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, golly. Um... No, I, 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 I. You don't have to. I, it's no burden. I, it's no. It's no foist. I don't. I don't mean. I. I. I can't. I don't know. I. I. You know. It. it I, I've just. I've just remembered it because I've had to start rehearsing it to go out. Ah, that's I, right. You're going to tour this. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. We're touring in November and December. Going to make it out to Pedro Land. Oh wow! Pedro Land. I know. can't wait. You know, there I wish there's a place to play in Pedro. I'd like a there place. is. There's a biker bar called Harold's Place. Well, I want to be an honorary citizen of Pedro. <laughs> you know, the favorite pickup line used to be "Nice tooth." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll, we'll make you honor. You know, because I'm not from certificate. here. David, I ain't from here either, man. I came here when I was nine from Virginia because Vietnam was closer. But. Uh, yeah. You've got my vote. Look right at the end of the second hour, September 10, 2017. Just Pedro Show. Special guest, David Thomas. Hold tight for hour three. <laughs> Many so, would not. <laughs> September 10, 2017. It's the third hour of the for Pedro Show. Say well, 
Uncle Joe. Honey, I'm a man you know so well, but which part of me is hard to tell? I'm a man who will get things done. One and one and one and one. Twenty years to the toe with Uncle Joe. I spent twenty years to the toe with Uncle Joe for this. When Ken started, Ken was an exception. As well, Kraftwerk was an exception. Because after the war, the whole infrastructure of music was destroyed. It is not only the cities that they were destroyed, it was everything destroyed. I wish this was yours. I wish this was yours. Could not become, let's say, a rock and roll nation. That means if a German band would start playing rock and roll like British or American heroes are doing this, um, they only can be best in the, in the uh, second class. Yeah, they never could succeed. With the development of the electronic music, the young kids were suddenly re discovering the analog synthesizers. They were completely forgotten for a while. All the digital synthesizers were there, and then they came and made this combination with the, with the analog MIDI sequences, and then they found out about the quality of the old synthesizers again. We turned into a musical quality. Decades later, suddenly these qualities became so um, on the point. But in the 70s, if you imagine in the 70s, exactly like room sound and something like that, this is, was unprofessional and that was actually not accepted, usually as well, by the, by the, because of this idea of hi-fi recording. But Ken started from the very beginning as a sort of a punk band. And thinking in terms of low-fi recording, that means finding out about the quality of trash. And this was, you can say for Germany, the zero, the, the, the hour zero, or the zero hour, starting from the very beginning. No rock and roll, no, no, not sing a song and nothing like that. They just started out of nothingness. The Germans started to find their own identity back again, slowly, step by step.
papers That's what I say Come on, baby We're gonna walk this way We're gonna see We're gonna see what's on our mind We're gonna see gonna be a good time. Come on, baby. Please don't delay. I'm the one for you in almost every way.
Off from Pedro Show, we started the third hour off with Toe to Toe, Perubu, new album. Uh, then Holger uh, Zuke talking about uh, Krautrock in Can, because we lost Brother Holger a few days ago. Uh, he had a, a trippy way of attaching his strap to the bass. He put it on the front of the bass and then would wear it over the right shoulder. So that, that's pretty... I guess we're, that's fairly esoteric information. Right? <laughs> But I guess that's, you know, it's from the horse's mouth. Right, you know? right, maybe. If you want to know how to strap a bass on, <laughs> we got it. Anyway, he, he proved that it doesn't have to be one way. So thank you. I never knew it had to or didn't have to. Right, right, right. I didn't know that there was an art or an esoteric, you know, aesthetic to it, I'm afraid. Well, I think D uh, Mr. Dusty Hill, he spins it on his belt buckle in ZZ Top. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. But frankly, Mike, you're not in the same category. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No offense. No, 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 none taken. Don't worry. Uh, FGH uh, from Hamburg after that miracle. And probably not Kraut Rock, but maybe. Uh, Chato Ghetto from over here in California with Alley Cat Parts 1 and 2. The Shuttered Room, Sweet from D David Gerard out in Massachusetts. Uh, Ballad of Mary Christ or the Suicide Chick and St. Mary's Bullshit by Grandpa's Ghost out of St. Louis, one of Joe Carducci's favorite bands from their new double album. And then uh, from the new album, uh, in a Montana, 20 Years in a Montana Missile Silo. Uh, walking Again, Perubu. You want to say something about Walking Again? I love that tune. Well, um, no, I, I mean, you know, the only thing I can say is all right, the Gagarin, the, 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 the um, digital electronicist in the band, you know, fell over, broke his back, and went, oh, through, a year, went through a year of... of of uh, rehabilitation and celebrated it by writing a song called "Piece of Music" called "Walking Again." Yeah. So, um, but you see how how you know musicians without without mystery are nothing but used car salesmen. Yeah. You know? So yeah. Uh, you know all you all you can do is ruin it all by talking about it. Yeah. You know it's 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 the mis without the mystery, you know. What what the hell is there? Okay, uh, can I ask you one secret? This song sure. on, on Dubhausen, it's called Navi? Yeah. Is it? Because I always thought it was a weird way of spelling Navy because my pop was a sailor. Right, no. Well, don't clear that but mystery up. <laughs> but it is, it, it is, it is nautically... Um, I know, especially with that whistling shit. Or synthesizer sounding like a whistle. I mean... Well, yeah, but a navy is a is a often a you know a working working stiff in the maritime trade. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't but know. It's, well, it's not exclusively, it, 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 but I mean, often it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, you cleared up some mystery, but you also learned me some vocab, so I'm very indebted. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now, you could have used, hey, Mike, you could have used the dictionary. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but you know what? You like to take words and wield them your way. Like yeah, titles of songs. A real word. You didn't think it was a real word, did you? Um, okay. Yeah. Well, Funk 49 is a real song title, too. And yeah. we're, we're going to get to that. But first, we got this monkey business. Now, I remember uh, Bill Wyman's song called that. 
or maybe it was monkey glue or Johnny Thunder's too much monkey business. I don't know. Uh, but again, I, I mean, okay. Can I ask you this about the record? Yeah. Would you consider it a one work or a collection of works? It's one work. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's that's, that's the feeling I got. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it all, it all, it all centers around, usually a Paribu record will center around one sentence somewhere on it, on a, on a particular song. And this one centers around the, in, in, um, toe to toe, you know, so there's, you know, there's the, the lyric about toe to toe, you know, toe to toe, this guy that's, he's lived for 20 years in a missile silo yeah. and, Goes home to his wife and and uh, you know and uh, and so but the the whole the whole thing comes down to it gets to the bridge and you know I spent t- twenty years toe to toe with Uncle Joe and then he, then there's this little aside yeah. for this you know um, and so that's sort of uh, that's sort of it's you know it's it's Again, this is the this is this is the I mean this is one of the, the Stooges rips I you know I ever go after you know it, you know so it's clearly you know um, Forgotten Son you know the, the runway I, the words don't search and destroy so it's 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 you know it's search and destroy from the point of view of the guy going home to his wife at night you know. Um, and, and what that must be like, you know, to be, you know, standing at the border of kingdom come and, and going home to your wife at night, you know, and she's, how, how is your day, honey? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, it's surreal. That sort of thing. <laughs> no, yeah. it's more intense and surreal because it's actually the reality on the dealio. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Let's hear, listen to monkey business. Clouds, we're bouncing around. 
so warten wir heuer. Zwei Tote, wenn draußen das Tageslicht bricht, durch Blätter und Wipfel und harren dem Feuer. Doch kommt nur der Zweifel, der leis zu mir spricht. Mariechen, mein Mädchen, dir träumte ein Kätzchen, legte sein Köpfchen dir weich auf den Mund. Mariechen, mir träumte ein heiteres Mätzchen, ersetzte das Drohwort und färbte es bunt. Es heißt jetzt, dein Geist wandelt wild über Plätze und Straßen zum Brunnen. Wem hältst du Ich gehe zum Dorfplatz und finde den Schreier. Er setzt seine Worte in Bild und in Schrift. In seidenem Kleid schreibt für goldene Leier. Er Märchen von Vögeln mit blutigem Stift. König heißt Geld und liegt stets auf der Lauer, ob einer nicht einmal die Losung vergisst und heimlich sich träumt einen Regenschauer, ein Grußwort, ein Tänzchen, ein Wort mit Gewicht, ein Liebchen mit Liebreiz und lustigen Zoten, ein Buch ohne Seiten, ein zartes Gedicht, das alles, das gönnt dieser König der Noten, dem Diener, dem Schreier von Herzen nicht. Der Diener nun wieder singt schaurige Lieder vom Ende der Zeit, das er ahnt und erhofft. Ein Sklave nie wieder, er schüttelt die Glieder und schießt auf den Specht, der am Fahnenmast klopft. Der Vogel fällt leise, laut ruft er in Strömen das Blut von Proleten und Bürgern herbei. Im Krieg liegt die Freiheit, so hört man ihn stöhnen. Am Waldrand, der Friedhof steht in Ackelei. Mariechen, ich pflanze Holunder und Fleder. Dorthin, wo noch gestern dein Kinderleib lag. Mariechen, der Brunnen wird singen uns Lieder. Süße und Wahrheit, wenn Licht wird der Tag.
long is the sand I need Milk it goes for you Laughing out in Monaco Know the right for doom If it's trash and black metal I will sing when I feel better But a real sting I won't Need a deal from you And I'm waiting Till the darkness When all the other people looking down I know you're going to cry Well, I smell the goddess and there was nothing to Yeah, I haven't drunk for years Cause I love you too Now I'm starving Can't survive if I don't kill I can't face your eyes I never lied to you And I'm waiting Till the darkness When all the other people looking down I know you're gonna write Show last music for this edition. Lucky business, Perubu, Kim Bob and Kester with a schlafloud for Marie. This is not a holiday from Automatic Sam, Super Freak with Gong, and finally Funk 49. Perubu, I'm so glad you went and got permission. <laughs> Even though you're right, you can't copyright a song title. Uh, you know, can I ask you this? If a younger person, even younger than me, 
wanted to ask you about because <laughs> since that tune was called Monkey Biz, what if somebody asked you about advice about this racket? Quit. Okay. Well, no, I, you know, quit before you get ahead. Um, I, I, I wouldn't want to start out in, in the business now. Um, you know, as bad as we thought it was, we were protected by isolation, you know, yeah. um, e- each in our own ways. And, you know, isolation is a protection. Um, you know, it used to be that, you know, mountains and deserts and rivers and oceans you know, created boundaries, geographical boundaries. Well, there was a time in the 60s where the broadcast throw of a radio station or of a TV station created its own geographical boundary, you know. And I lived I lived in Cleveland, Ohio, or Cleveland, which is a city in Ohio. But more importantly, I lived in the broadcast throw of CKLW out of Detroit and WHK out of Cleveland and, um, you know, on and on and on and, you know, WJW and all of that. Those are the those are the mountains and the hills and the rivers that divided, you know, the isolated people kept us protected. You know, now it's just all the same crap the world over um, and Whatever. I don't. I don't want to sound like an old man. No, but the interesting thing is, you didn't give up on it. You're still a music man. Well, yeah. Well, what's to give up on? I mean, you know. What, <laughs> I mean, what what alternative? You know, that's the other thing about Cleveland. We were doomed. You know, nobody was ever going to hear about us. You know, we. It's only a freak freak accident that we anybody ever heard of Paribu outside of Cleveland. You know, so we were. We knew. We knew that what we were doing was utterly futile in terms of a career or or recognition or any of that. So when you know that it's hopeless, then you just go ahead. Then you get tough and you just go ahead and you do it. You know, you do it for your own sake, for your own your own sanity, sure. or whatever you whatever you want to say, call it. You know. Sure. There you go. Uh. I have to say, you guys came and played the modern dance at the Whiskey Go-Go. Me and D. Boone, Georgie were there, and it was an incredible effect on us. So sometimes well, we stuff just, is little, but it has impact. Yeah, well, we got lucky. But, um, I mean, you know, we so all of a sudden stuff started to happen, and people started writing about us in Paris and Minneapolis. and a Cream Magazine. Crazy. Cream Magazine. You know. Uh, what's what's his name? Uh, uh, Richard Meltzer, but his buddy, uh, he he ended up making an album. Who was the editor of that thing? Uh, uh, Car- Carburetor Dung. What, what was his book? Lester Bangs. Lester Bangs. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're right. Overseas, though, they were a lot more hip to it. So so you would say quit because these are bad new days. Uh, I I think. I think musicians, it's not a healthy, it's not a healthy world, you know, it's not, it's, you know, obviously there's a certain amount of humor to what I just said, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I'm being kind of sarcastic, but, you know, it's, it's a really, you know, there's one way to lose money in business, that's to open a restaurant, there's one way to, to, you know, guarantee you're going to lose 
a good good proportion of your happiness, you know, and that's to be a musician, you know. Now, if you <laughs> if you're if you're tough, you know, and if your head is together, and yeah. if 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 you're sensible and you work really hard to remain sensible, yeah. then you know you can avoid that pitfall. It's just it's a lot of people I'm sure you know haven't survived, yeah. and a lot of people I know haven't survived, yeah. and I I. I, I don't think that's that's I'd rather they survived and there's less music in the world, you know, yeah. and they, they were alive. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's sort of where I'm at with it. But but even uh, like the band named after the play by that man, Alfred Jari. Yep. He 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 burned out quick, too. Huh? Oh, yeah. 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 And, and, and uh, God, that was the days before even telephone. Yeah, uh, or te- or television, or television, um, or radio, or yeah, maybe humans have always been cursed with this kind of stuff about them poisoning themselves. Well, I I think it's important to try to stay. I don't know. I I'm not. I'm I'm sort of tired in my head at the moment, and I I'm not coming up with what I think it should important be. Um, I'm I'm starting to talk confused and all of that. Okay, maybe um, then, then that's a good you know, time to end the spiel. But man, yeah. it's been a big honor for me, David. You've been a hero to me for so long, and to get to talk to you about your new album and hear about your first musics, uh, it, big honor to me. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me. Okay, and good luck on this tour you're coming. I can't wait to see the piece realized in my face. In my okay. Okay. Well, it's, I, I hope we run into each other. I, I remember we ran into each other, some hideous little club in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Or That's right. TT the Bears. TT the Bear. And then one time a pad in Southern Holland, Hoos. Oh, really? And then one time we got to play with you at the Ritz. It's called, I think, Webster Hall now in Manhattan. Oh, all right. And, so uh, memory is better than mine. Because uh, you guys were so huge to us, uh, huge impressions on me. So thank you for being on the show. And uh, Well, thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, and I can't wait. I know there's going to be another album, so let's please talk about that one. Okay. Okay. All right. People, okay. it's been uh, September 10, 2017 edition of the Walk Peter Show. Special guest, David Thomas. Everybody, keep your powder dry.